The Sisters Grimm podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Please listen at your own discretion. Oh, you feel like how drunk on a scale of one to uh, ten do you feel? Okay, so if ten is like the drunkest I've personally ever been, I'm probably at like a a fun six and a half. A six and a half? That's modest. Yeah, I'm feeling fun, but also like I am here to work. <laughs> right, true. And I'm high. Right. And Holly. But I'm high and I'm pretty high. I mean like I And you're also Holly. But like ugh, the thing about being high is it's hard to quantify. <laughs> hey guys, numbers. welcome to the Sisters Grim Podcast. Welcome. So we're just jumping right in. So this episode is going to be drunk versus high review of the new Saw movie, Spiral. A.K.A. Garbage. It was bad. So Holly has taken a a, a sizable um, amount of inedible. The packaging said <sighs> high potency. Legal Illinois cannabis. And I am drunk. I had um, also almost an entire... And I have a pen. So I've also smoked, but I've had I'm an entire, cool. um, mostly an entire bottle of the Snoop, Snoop Dogg, Dogg wine. wine. Sharon was with us when we watched the <laughs> film. Shout out to Sharon Weber, our bestie. And she had one glass of the wine. So other than the one glass Sharon had, I yeah, drank nigh, the rest of the bottle. one glass Morgan drink a whole And I am now wine. drinking a pretty um, hearty glass of basically just a lemon, lemonade vodka kind of moment. And um, we are back. In the attic together. Yep. And uh, let's check the weather up here. It is a balmy 90, <laughs> according to Taylor's. It's a humid 85 outside in general. But up here in the attic where we are recording in our dad's attic. Pretty darn warm. It's toasty. And, I mean, I'm drunk, so I'm probably hotter than you are. Um, I mean, I'm fucking, I'm pretty high. <laughs> so, so, so let's just fucking get into this. So this movie was bad. Right. I watched the movie so? Tammy the T-Rex recently. Okay. It is a movie with Denise Richards. <laughs> Her boyfriend is Queen Paul Slay. Walker. He, I'm sorry, have I never heard of this he film? He dies. He's murdered by the guy who plays Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Okay. And he has his 90s? brain put into a... I think so. His brain is put into a dinosaur. And he murders okay. people. What's it called again? Tammy and the T-Rex. It was just Shout recently um, remastered, and it's on Shudder. Cannot oh say gosh. better things about Shudder. Yeah, Shudder. Love that. So, yeah, they, um, they like, found it somewhere, and they were able to, like... Amazing. And it's so wonderful. It's it's so good compared um, to this crap. I was going to say, okay, so shout out a scary movie I watched recently that I really enjoyed. Um, this is just... And movies that are better than Spiral, which was just... I was going to say, I can't think of any... I, I've recently watched all of the Great Pottery Throwdown, and that's oh, really oh. good. So the other, okay, so there's also on Shutter another movie. There's called Spiral. Do you, I feel? Like oh yeah. So there's okay. So this movie so, might okay. be better than this movie. <laughs> so I'm gonna try my best of my abilities right now to explain. So we in the past have done an entire episode on the Saw franchise, not thinking that we were gonna get another movie anytime soon, or I guess just you know 
putting it out. Yeah, because Jigsaw was a, we did Jigsaw. Jigsaw was the last one that came out, and we both and then agreed they punked that, us. that they Jigsaw was Kushner significantly does. better than this. Anyways, so basically, because we did that whole thing, we feel like we have to, in some way, talk about this dumpster fire of a movie that is Spiral, the book of Saw, from the book of Saw. Based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> so anyways or like um, the book of eli that is such a oh bad... that's actually a kind of cool movie mm. the one where um what's his face is blind yeah spoiler alert in the beginning of right that is also. very much so the so, the moment so i just was like <laughs> so morgan and i like literally just finished watching this movie and we morgan was like pretty drunk so we we were drunk and high at the same time, drinking champagne the on the airplane. <laughs> while we were watching the movie, and as we and currently are as also as well. Oh so. yes, we are. We are. <laughs> and um, no. So, anyways, so um, the first thing <laughs> as the movie is starting, okay, yeah, so we're getting Morgan into the film. Goes, I. She's like, oh, oh yeah. I hope it's not gross. <laughs> yeah, my first thought as it started, as I just go, oh, I hope it's not gross. A movie franchise knowing for being the grossiest. Yeah, I just <laughs> honestly, I and was honestly, just not ready personally because I was already gross. slightly was tipsy gross. when we started. The well, film. and we we spoke on it a little bit um, at the time, but um, and I think I feel the same way that now as. I think as I get older, gore is really just, you know, like not really something I need in my life. Yeah. That, like, it really, really is that. Do. Like now that I'm older, like I'm so much more into a psychological thriller that's going to like slam my ass cheeks into like, the pavement. And like Gerald's game is great. The degloving totally. scene could have done without. Just like in this movie, someone got that. Anyways, gosh, so we start with this movie and we see... Chris no, Rock. we start with this movie, and you're like, "Oh, did duh. I accidentally rent The Purge?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because someone who I don't know, he is dressed. It was clearly up. like St. Patrick's he's Day or Labor up. Day or something, because there's a fireworks show. Dressed up like he's the fucking music man or fucking something. He has like a bowler. I don't know the proper hat, but he has like a straw hat on, and he is chasing a uh, man dressed up like Uncle Sam. And then he fo- right, follows him down a like, manhole, and then smash cut to words him of wisdom in a trap. Quick words of wisdom. Yeah, don't follow. Don't ever go into a manhole. Well, but he, but like we find out, he was a cop, so he kind of had to. I think they they did not. He like, did not seem on duty. I don't know. Well, I think like it's one of those things where like if you see a crime okay, happening, period. like kind of like how an EMT is right. like driving around, like if they see like an accident, they, or like, if you're on an airplane and you're a doctor and they're like, "Are you a doctor?" You have to be like, oh, "Yeah." Right, and like if someone is like giving birth inside of like or a choking. hotel, you're like, "Is there a doula here?" Anyways, anyways. So okay, so yeah, it was so gross. So the tongue trap. I feel like we have to at least talk about every single trap because there's not many. <sighs> So, well, so the first tongue of all, trap. So I would just also like to point out, we'll come back to this in my notes, but let's just say I fucking called it like. Okay, well, don't. We're not even to that yet. Okay, well, okay. So yeah, the first trap is like his tongue is stuck. Mm-hmm. He's in his jammies. So the guy who on, was chasing Uncle Sam and went down to the manhole, he is he, being. He's hanging by his feet, right? He's standing on something. Fucking like this. The voice. 
is unforgivable. The if voice the first time we is heard the it, crazy. I fell off the couch. He literally sounds like this. He sounds like, do you want to play a game? He's like, hello. Um, uh, hi. Would <laughs> you mind um, if you wouldn't mind? So your tongue, it is attached to this it machine. It is such a, and, a um, He sounds like Kermit. At the same time, it also sounds like a computer-generated Siri-esque And wait, uh, who was the other Alexa person I said voice. it sounded like? Um, I don't know. Uh, but anyways, it's not good, and it was uh, threw me for a loop. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's just completely... So the, that so the, that was the choice the killer made. That is weird. Yeah. So anyways, so back. So anyways. so he loses his tongue. Right, and then we find out that he was a cop, and then we find out, and well, then, then we find out. No, first we find out that. So we see Chris Rock. He's like telling a story. It like doesn't matter, and um, it doesn't. then all of a sudden you think you he's, think a, dirty he's a dirty cop, and then I literally put in my covers. notes. I put. Chris Rock is a crooked cop, which is pretty on point in these films, because I feel like that's kind of a running theme. And then my next note was just, oh, oh, JK. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because he was under. Yeah, because he was actually an undercover officer. But But it was also like, it seemed shady. Well, yeah, he just didn't like tell them. It happens a lot in Law and Order SVU, like a bunch. Yeah. So I saw, I like saw that coming. It's like you guys have seen the beginning of Miss Congeniality when Benjamin Bratt is dressed as like a unhomed person and shout out again to Law and Order. Anyways. So anywhoozle. So yeah. (laughs) So. One of the things I think I take the most umbrage mm-hmm. with in this movie is the fact that Samuel Jackson plays Chris Rock's father. It it it, it only, chronologically doesn't make sense. It doesn't look. It doesn't. Though I am gonna right now shout out whoever the the designer, the photoshopper, whoever it is that photoshopped that the photo, photo of childhood, of childhood Chris photo. Rock and like. What thirty year old Samuel Jackson? It didn't. It make literally sense. looks like somebody put the in- he would have the had Snapchat baby filter right. on Chris, Chris Rock's, Rock's face. face. It it is out whoever of did that. Shout nuts. out! That was great. The set design was really really well done, and I also want to say that I don't think the direction was terrible. The lighting, um, especially though. with the death scenes, those seemed very brutal, and they felt. Realistic, so I do want to shout out Darren Lynn Bowsman because he is a director that I am a big fan of, as I've said in the previous Saw episode. And so I will say some of the direction is not bad. What is bad is how much Chris Rock is clearly improvising, riffing, riffing. Yeah, and it it's just doesn't just, work. It's so it obvious. It doesn't work for Samuel Jackson, this. does it too in this. And so you can tell that with some of the other actors, specifically the guy who was in. The social, the social network, network, aka Shank. Uh, he, Shank. you can tell, was uncomfortable in some of the scenes when clearly Chris Rock was riffing, and it just it didn't make sense. Holly sneezed. <clears throat> I burped. Why not? It's the drunk episode. <laughs> okay, I love it too. Holly's out here trying to cut out real moments. <laughs> I had a little tickle in my nose. Um, what were you just talking about, though? Because I was going to um, say something, and then I fucking uh, sneezed. What the, were you saying? The guy from the social oh, network. Can we please just reveal it? He's the killer. And you know how crazy... Okay, so his name is Shank. 
and it's spelled like, like a like a ham, like shank. a shank ham, and like he stupid. wears the mat. It's so stupid. Dude, they pick so dumb, dumb shit to be like I don't know relevant in this movie. Like okay, so another big huge problem with this movie. The first how much trap Chris happens Rock in the beginning. screams the. No, he only screams. He, he only screams, screams all his dialogue. He is chewing up that fucking scenery like he ate all of Ontario while making this movie. No, yeah, it is it that. Shot in the f- you get the first, the first one in the subway. The fucking like what? So then the next trap doesn't come until thirty fucking minutes. Yeah, literally. So at the beginning of the movie, I said, "Oh, I hope it's not gross." And it then so thirty-eight gross, minutes though. in, we hadn't seen a second trap, and Holly goes, "I know you wanted it not to be gross, but now I wish it was." And I was literally like, "I know, I know," it, because I'm like, it "Where's the yucky?" It was, and it, oh, so and another it thing, really gross. Another thing that they really, but it was too much. Another so stylistic much. choice that they. really really made with this movie was for some reason making it very very yellow like to the point where it was like are they in a desert like why is, is it so yellow because obviously all of the screen movies that have come before were very green kind of like i wouldn't say sepia tone you but- mean I think you said scream. Did you mean saw? Oh, not saw. Okay, girl. <laughs> but yeah, kind of like greenish. Definitely. I mean, definitely oh, green. Fluorescent blues, lighting, like fluorescent a lighting, but bad. But load. But but but. But this movie, they chose to go like yellow, which I mean, just naturally, as someone who so has taken warm. color theory in film school. Yellow is typically a color that makes you feel good. <laughs> like, is it meant to make you feel kind of uncomfortable? Everybody looked like they just got back from a trip from the Bahamas. And I will say, so in so what I kind of so and this is absolutely this is this is reaching for me. Okay, but so in the second Saw film, so Saw Two, which Darren Lynn Bowsman, that was his first one directing. The probably most powerful scene in that entire movie is the needle pit scene. And if you think back, that entire scene is yellow. The entire room is yellow. All of the needles are like yellowy and like gross and like everyone's skin is even. I wonder if that was if he was like, yo, if that made people feel so shitty, what if we made this whole movie yellow again? That's me totally just ripping out of your asshole. But I feel like it could be a thing. Darren, let me know, sweetie. I mean, they definitely had. I mean, I mean. I think also with the second one, to go back on that one, and I think we talk about it, but like the way the lighting, it, it makes everyone look very, very unflattering. Like they look very sick, like very yeah. sick. I mean, they technically are slowly dying in the second movie. Where in this movie, they everyone are all glowing. They look so it's definitely, I mean, we don't know. I think most of the Saw movies, it kind of like takes place in like anywhere USA, but it seems in this one very specifically and very obvious. Obviously, it's very hot because but everyone it's also is sweating. Ontario, so it's like okay. so they're clearly wetting them down and like spraying them down. Or it was just a very hot Summer. period of time when Maybe. they filmed it. Um, Whoa, what was that? But either way, it seems like I don't think they would have like left in all those sweat stains. I mean, it was obvious that they you can. Do you think that was a choice? Yes, absolutely. You don't look that sweaty on on camera for no reason. Like that that was obviously a choice. So it was meant to seem like they were somewhere very hot and gross. (laughs) It was also summertime. We know this is like around Fourth of July, probably. Oh yeah, literally happened right after the Fourth of July. Yeah, so so I guess kind of anywhere in America, it's pretty hot around that time. I mean, even in Chicago, somewhere that has a subway system. 
Could be Chicago. And I was reading that they said there. I saw a a picture of the red line, and that's Chicago. I mean, that's not anywhere else. That's red line. But I was reading that Darren Lynn Bowsman really, really wanted a subway scene, but they didn't have enough money for it. But he was like, "No, I really want it." And so they're like, "Okay." Well, and they built one, so and then they had to use like a lot of force. It worked, so it wasn't an. They actual... did a great job. If they if they had to like do a lot of shit to make oh, it yeah. look good, it, it looked, looked very, fucking it fantastic. Looked good, but it was not an actual existing. The one thing that I am kind of that you dis- that's so that's crazy because honestly, I would have guessed it was. It looked really yeah, it really looked really good. good. It looked like it could. The have one been thing the, that oh, honestly. And again, we were watching these movies drunk and, and a little high. But little high. What I'm not. High. Well, obviously you were really high. So something that I definitely missed from specifically Darren's directing that he usually does with these movies is those crazy transition scenes where he literally like went from a hospital scene to a scene in like Jigsaw's warehouse. But it was like completely practically they transitioned. Were, they didn't do a lot of those in this and that was like his thing and like it's not like that's not still cool and impressive even in 2021. The worst was they went from a scene where Chris Rock is walking so his like wearing a blue shirt, sweat like pit sweat stains, chest sweat stains, immediately goes to him fully clean cut like addressing the next to kin of someone who died. Also, anyone who all the people who <coughs> die in this movie are cops and no one notices that they oh, go missing and dude. then they're like oh man no yeah fuck so gone. that's like oh, no. when we first started watching this that was the biggest thing where we where they were like all of a sudden they were so a big theme in this movie was that they were getting delivered to them like body parts of yeah. all these cops like hours assumedly after they had lost them because they were still looking fresh so like it's in the so first scene you get the guy's there. tongue and then they find and, and so in that one, we we assumed he was probably a cop because, like, he was running around with a gun well. So, like, you assume right. he's probably a cop. But, like, all of a sudden, all these people who didn't notice that this guy, I guess, didn't show up to work for the last, I don't know, day or however yeah. long are like, that's my brother who died. And it's like, it's like you really? weren't you, even, you didn't, you didn't even, even care. notice he was gone. You didn't even notice. No, you didn't notify anybody he was missing. No one could. All, no. Who's like, his partner? Because we know that the that Chris Rock's partner, or Zeke. So Chris yeah. Rock's name is Zeke in this movie. Right. And they're like, man. They're like, I know he's like a brother to you. And he's like, yeah. yeah Every single time that they lose one of these cops, no one like notices that like these guys aren't coming in for the day. And it's like, bruh. All of these red flags are going off and then they find them dead and they're like, no. (laughs) And it's like, come on, y'all. So should we get to the next trap? Probably. Should we get. So the next trap. The other one, though, that pulled off fingers. It pulled. That's the next trap. It was his partner. Oh, yeah. So, no, yeah, no, this is the only partner. the second trap now. But the part... Oh, his old partner? I thought it was his, his partner. His new partner got filleted, but not really. The that other... wasn't his partner. That guy was from the church. No. The one who got the, the glass. glass? No, the guy who was in the pool with the, like, yeah, finger he? things. IDK, but it wasn't the guy from the social network. I know that. I forget. Oh, okay. T T T. Yes. Okay. So but the yeah. next guy, he was he has okay, like maybe he was his old. He has like those one finger. Tra- he has finger traps. But on he his also fingers. has something like on his face. It he has looks to bite like it could be something. the jaw trap. It's, it's stupid. So it's a stupid. dumb, stupid thing. I don't get it. I don't. It's well, really and that one Holly was looking up was like apparently so brutally shot. All of these were so gruesomely shot. 
to the point where it doesn't seem like a Saw movie that's because you're kind not of an, watching That's them. what's kind of an issue with this whole film is that it it's almost so, seems like they were choppy. too reliant on the traps being so insane that they thought they could get away with not great storytelling. And I think, uh, I don't it's know It's not how. good storytelling. I don't know It how. really isn't. I think it's because of the way, so the traps look so much vastly different the like the Everything ones that does. jigsaw used to make he like made it uh, they looked steampunk honestly this stuff is they all, all had very a clean a a very these all have like a very dreamline like, look like like a like they have like cogs and it's very clean and metal and this dude who is a cop also apparently needs to be some sort of fucking amazing engineer to have been able to come up with all of these elaborate traps one that literally pulls a guy's fingers off by him biting a metal plate so and if it hits copper wiring like who just fucking knows that electrocution it seems a little what we're getting to is the point of like making these films and continuing to try to come up with new things it's basically like yes you are at a standstill because there's too many like if you cannot think of creative cool Things that are actually shocking and thought provoking that stop making the movies. He straight up cuts a guy's But he doesn't, because that wasn't technically him. Well, no, but I know, but he cuts someone else's skin off, but that's not even a trap. He just does it. You guys. He does it. It's so bad. It's such a bad movie, you guys. (sighs) It's like hard to explain it. If you've seen it, you know. If you haven't. This might be chaotic. It's so dumb that Samuel Jackson is the dad. They turn him into like a Chris Rock has the at the end. Daddy-o issues. Daddy-o. Daddy-o. Daddy issues. Cheerios for dads. So Holly's what blowing is her nose next? into her hand. <laughs> okay, Morgan. That's You're, how rough it's gotten whatever. up here. It is. Um, we came back. So what next of the movie? The um, No, what other kill is there? Or the other fucking traps? Y'all? Well, it's the fake skinning. Right, we talked about We that think that little. his partner, aka the guy from the social network, is getting skinned. It is not. And uh spoiler alert, it's not. Yeah, it's not him. It is not him. Yeah. And so uh Yeah. I mean, it just wasn't a good movie. You guys. It just wasn't a good movie. So all in all. I will say the things that I liked about this movie was that it did look really, really... Other than the coloring, it looked great. Like, the kills looked brutal as fuck. I get why they had to go back and back and back to the um, NPAA and keep trying to get an R rating because it was rough! Holly sneezes again. And I was trying to say rough right when she sneezed so that you wouldn't hear her sneeze. Um... But yeah, this movie looks really fucked up. And uh, if you're looking for something gory. It, they submitted it 11 different times to the MPAA. Yeah, so you know it's rough. And I will say it does show in the storytelling because you can tell that some things feel like they were cut out and were left behind because in ways that the previous movies do that like kind of crazy well, chop cutting the way and it, it kind of makes sense and you kind of like realize later that you're like oh that little piece of information they gave us that was important in this movie it doesn't work and it feels so obvious that they're giving us information that we need to remember yeah cuz like the the skinning scene ended up just being like shots like just frames at a time you literally happening. don't even see it you do not see anything 
Well, here's the thing. You don't see it because... It's too yucky. Well, because it's... You don't... You... you, Because at the time and when you hear about it, you think it's one person. But I think they... It was more in depth. Like, I think... Okay. Because we really didn't see much. Not at all, no. So I guess it was really bad the way they did it. Can you imagine being in the NPAA and having to watch these fucked up movies? There's a great horror movie out there called Censor, and a person has to do just that. Ooh, that sounds interesting. The 80s, and it's British, and it's about, like, video nasties, which we've talked about on this podcast, so it's very apropos. Yeah, so... I have the goddamn sniffles. Okay, so out of a 10, Holly, what would you give this movie? Oh, um... I would give it... I would give it a three. Three pairs of pants. And uh, two bottles of mustard. That's not realistic judging. I'm going to give it out of a 10, 3.3. of On what kind of a scale are we talking about? Of 10. Stars? Keep in mind I'm Just 10. (laughs) I'm drunk and I'm high. 10 stars? 10 points. (sighs) I don't know. Holly, whatever. You can look at whatever they are as your own. (laughs) I feel that. Thank you. I appreciate you very much. Okay, so um, I will say I was definitely, when I heard like, oh my god, a new Swan movie's coming out, I was so excited. And I was like, I have to go see this movie in theaters. And my boyfriend was like, when I asked him if he would see it with me, he was like, no. <laughs> so I didn't go see it. And then I was like, uh, I'll wait until it's cheaper because it came out and you could like buy it for 15 fucking dollars. And I was like, no, I'm not buying this it's shit for $15. And then I pitched this idea to Holly, and I was like, wouldn't it be really funny if we reviewed Spiral drunk? At first I said drunk, but Holly was like, I don't want to fucking drink. I don't like So we switched it to drunk first high. And honestly, I will say, I feel like this was the only way we could have watched this movie. Drunk and high? This drunk and this high. And oh my gosh, uh-huh. And also with Sharon. Shout out. It was so funny. It was so bad, but funny. It's it's it's, it a, it's a really fun watch if you're with some friends. It's good, yeah. Because I mean, you're with some friends and you've got some drinks, so you've got some smoke it. or whatever makes you feel fun and cute and free. Uh, but that's within you know that's legal. We only condone legal drugs. Um, so that's not true. What? Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Morgan's fucking campaign for legalizing meth <laughs> again. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Morgan, not on this platform. So I feel like that's really, if we try to talk more about this movie, it would be really hard. And you wouldn't like it. I will say, (laughs) the one thing that I did, like, definitely notice by the time we got to, like, the end of the movie was I was like, okay, they had Samuel Jackson for, like, one, maybe two days. He was in (laughs) Toronto. And they're like, He was like, sure, I can stop by. I can, like, be in it. But, like, it's two days. And I bet Darren Lynn Basman was like, like, give me 12 hours. They're like, okay, so he's your dad. And they're like, huh? Okay gonna just pretend it's like um it's mama mia 2 where they share to be it's that meryl streep's mom and you're like um okay <laughs> so that was the review drunk versus high of spiral yeah, what do you think wins if it's you versus me oh um you know what? I think it's a fucking I don't think tie. it's it's about winning. I don't think it's about losing. I think it's about 
camaraderie between two sisters and their love for movies, even if they're bad. And I think we're having a good time. Okay. And so we're we're both winners. I think winner, winner, chicken dinner. We are both winners, too. I am hot as balls. I would love to take a shower. I am hot as balls, and my nose is so stuffy up for some reason. Yeah, I wonder what that's all about. Uh, (laughs) The dust and, um, you know, just general allergy. Please, please let us know because, I mean... There's so many movies coming out all the time, and we can keep reviewing them. And if Morgan, you like. if you want, yeah. Also, comment if you want Morgan to stop talking like that. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like you're a caricature of a goddamn '70s like commercial. I am. Okay. Bye, everybody. Also, the cicadas are probably going to be a little loud um, throughout the episode. So shout out them. You guys have a time. Did you get all of that?